hey guys welcome to the black Tales podcast with rod and garen this is a very special episode mm-hmm. um we are not doing any episodes this week mm-hmm. any new ones um but we did manage to wrangle the audio from our live show yes in seattle yeah i know um, some of y'all seen clips online y'all was like that sounds so crunk we want to be there well we got the audio for y'all so y'all can enjoy it as much as we did and as much as they did now this show was only an hour long uh we had a little time restrictions but it was so fun to do this in front of a live audience we got to meet and greet fans we'll tell y'all about that experience when we do uh our seattle you know visit recap of course um but you know the fans came out they were so crunk so hype yes and a lot of them was like we didn't think y'all would ever make it out here yeah nobody ever comes out here and we didn't know how many fans we had in seattle to be honest that's all the way across the other side of the country they rolled deep they was like look we coming (laughs) we coming to see you yeah so uh it was a joy to meet everybody it was uh people were bringing cupcakes and stuff i know Um, they came bearing gifts i was like oh my gosh what is happening here and um we uh got yeah we got gifts we got to meet people Mm -hmm. um you know uh so many people bacon uh rashani um kid afro like just people i know from like twitter snarky licious gave mm-hmm. us uh Mike, gave us bacon gave us chocolate covered bacon i heard that bacon was delicious honey oh but but uh michael irvin <laughs> yes. who turned out to be the opposite of everything you know about yes. michael irvin yes but he's still the playmaker but still was in here <laughs> making plays so uh yeah man we took playing pictures and stuff and we'll talk about all that um like i said the show was a little bit rushed because we had an hour we did get everything in we got to play games we gave away live prizes t-shirts yes we did um we uh uh surprising amount of white people in there it um, was wasn't it and i think if uh you know if you ever wonder like what would a live show be like what would the experience be like this is this goes a long way to answering that mm-hmm. um karen before we walked in told me she was a little bit nervous so i feel like i talked too much during this episode Mm -hmm. uh because i I didn't want karen to feel too nervous uh but um and also because we were so rushed for time i feel like right and and you we didn't get a lot of good banter no problem oh oh, it it didn't bother me and also it's one of those things where you're over those things anyway so it was better that you did the talking to keep things kind of pushing along with the with the time restraint that we had well you know we get better as we do more of these so you know hopefully then we'll do so many more of these it won't even matter but yeah we 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 plan on it we plan on getting to some more y'all yeah but anyway man uh so much fun we'll be back uh next week uh probably starting with the feedback show we'll probably do the walking dead review uh next week sometime we need a little bit of time to rest you know that mm-hmm. jet lag was a beast time zone wasn't no joke i was waking up at three something three thirty a.m that, that time yeah traveling 12 hours within three days was a lot so uh but but totally worth it man we have the most beautiful lovely fans oh, on the earth so much love and uh you know i hope you guys uh enjoy this uh very special live the black guy who tips uh at PyCon. 2017 edition and um hopefully we'll even be able to give you the audio from the panels, panels. we were on yeah, we because so. um i think you guys are really going to enjoy it we were on there with some heavy hitters we were the guys from my brother my brother and me mm-hmm. um the sleep with me podcast yes francesca ramsey yes. we were on there with her oh no my audio hold oh, on no your mic is bouncing in and out is it all right we having audio difficulties with the mic right now but let me hurry and get out of here but yeah like i said uh uh aparna uh francesca uh uh paul bay um so many cool people on the panels and we want y'all to get that audio too because that uh that's that'll be a dope that'll be fun for y'all mm-hmm. just in itself right so y'all can y'all if you didn't get to come to the conference we're gonna bring the conference to you right so thank you so much for holding us down blackout tips nation yes and um thank you we can never return the amount of love that we've been given we can't with, yeah i'm about to say we can't because i like i was telling them uh doing the meet and greet and i, sh- I shared this with y'all without you guys are the reason why we got on spotify you guys are the reason why we got recognized you sharing and and telling family and friends and spreading the word and it's not always a money thing to support us because i know a lot of times people go i don't have the money but you can spread the word and that's and, and you can't put no value on that 
all right i need you to be aggressive like this when you do the live show too i need you to get in there and, and cut me off and do your thing okay <laughs> okay <laughs> next time all next right time. yeah uh so yeah man if you're anticipating like negro con coming up next year yes um, we're gonna try to do a live show next year like if you're anticipating these things man i hope this makes the anticipation even more mm-hmm. and i hope this makes y'all want to get out there because y'all honestly let me know what is possible for us because yes i'm very cynical and pragmatic by nature so uh when i see stuff like this when i see people like this when i see folks coming out it really lets me think about you know what we can do because i mean these tickets were expensive for a lot of people mm-hmm. people f- travel people yeah for hours talking about arizona california yeah. like they was driving three and four hours away some people flew a long yeah. way and like just came in took a picture with us and left like right it, this is amazing like, to me. I just, we just came for you that's what some of them was like we don't care about nobody else we came for y'all yeah i can't imagine um yeah i can't even imagine the amount of uh just stuff that people did for us so yeah like i said thank you enough yeah so enjoy this episode we moving on um appreciate y'all no no sponsors or anything on this i hope you enjoy it hope you have a fun time and uh we'll talk to y'all saturday peace peace i listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot Bitch, you thirsty, please grab a Sprite. My crib's lurking, don't die tonight. I just wanna dance with you, baby. Just don't move too fast and too crazy. Man, down, down the Ave and get shady. Take a nigga mind off that. We could get crunk, slide in the whip, right back to the function. We don't want words, start busting. Put that on my Yankee hat. I'm a gangster crib. Fuck gangster rap. Where the ladies at? Where the hoes? Where the bitches? Every real nigga know the difference. Bandana down like a dope daddy shooting at the kitchen. Real north side nigga never went to Polly Wizards. Yellow creep. Excuse me. <clears throat> or Cabrillo. <laughs> Cocaine color of a Creole. T scrap moving for the D lo so he know. I ain't never ran from nothing but the police. Hey! Welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and... Karen. West Coast Edition. Coming to you live from Seattle. West Coast. West Side. Uh, Northwest Side, apparently. Very Northwest. Flight was long as hell. It was a very long flight. Uh, first of all, man, this podcast is sponsored by nobody today, but the people that came out to see us live. <laughs> uh, people, it's been so nice to be in mm-hmm. the city of Seattle. Okay? It has. And we're going to talk about that, but we only have an hour, guys. Now, for everybody else that does podcasts, it's a long time. That ain't shit for us. That ain't shit for us. <laughs> So we got to speed through this. I know, right? All right, there's a lot of people that uh, are being introduced to the show right now because they never seen it before. You know, they may have seen us on a panel. You know, I appreciate y'all coming out. Yes. There's white people here. You can stay. <laughs> it's fine. We're used to it. Um, so we'll start this way, the way we always start. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. And an unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> game um and i think the best way to introduce the show to people who aren't familiar with it is to start with an itunes review that i got today <laughs> biggest this will give you a good chance to decide if you want to leave or stay it's one star it's my tanya 4112 from the usa the worst podcast in history is the title <laughs> It's kind of a spoiler in the title. <laughs> Karen. Yes. It's my wife here to my left, to my yes. right. Karen has the most annoying, grating voice. She sounds like a 90-year-old woman with no teeth who dips snuff all day. Damn. Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. I have to live with her. Rod sounds like he's one breath away from a heart attack. Just one, really. I've, I've been working out. I've lost 13 pounds this year. Come I mean, on. Yeah. We, we I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Lily's like one and a half breaths. <laughs> All right. Unfunny segments. Cheesy intro music. You'll see it. <laughs> and a lot of white bashing. Wow. They <laughs> guessed the race, right? <laughs> they, but she doesn't stop there. 
they really hate white people now i take offense to this some of my best friends are white okay <laughs> i don't know why where they come from i, I think all lives matter not just white lives all lives okay listen only if you don't mind losing two hours of your life you'll never get back it is great to know we have time powers like that i feel like a wizard i could take i made this woman live two hours less longer than she was gonna live y'all <laughs> to listen to our show <laughs> i also like that she listened for two hours who <laughs> i know if i hate something in five minutes it's like oh i'm out uh, i don't even yeah. like this mm-mm, mm-mm. two hours but i do appreciate her thoroughness and tanya 4112 thank you so much for a review and uh i understand if y'all gotta agree with tanya if y'all leave but i think you're gonna miss a fun show me too all right random thoughts we don't have much time number one we went to biscuit bitch you guys all right well i'm sorry we didn't eat there yeah yeah <laughs> they were quite rude and it was standing room only they was like welcome bitches and i was like mm. Mm, i was confused i wasn't expecting that i was like what yeah. who's the bitch what's the bitch what's happening here then then we we sat around we realized i wasn't gonna, well we didn't have any seats we stood around and then we got ready to leave because we wanted to go sit down and talk to our friend and it was way too cold here to be standing yeah. we're from charlotte north carolina it's way too cold to be standing outside talking right so uh we leave and the woman was like bye bitches <laughs> and i kind of wanted to turn around and be like bye bitch but then i felt like that violated some type of like code where she would hop over the counter and be like who you calling a bitch i don't understand <laughs> we can say it you can't say that you don't work here uh we did have breakfast yes there were no grits on the menu. No, I, w- I was confused. I was looking at this menu like, ain't no grits, no grits, no sweet tea. I was very confused. Mm. And uh, they had salad instead of grits, but not like fruit salad. It was salad salad. With dressing, yeah. Yeah, I see why y'all are so in shape out here, man. Right? <laughs> it makes so much difference. I, yes. I had a fucking salad for breakfast. Yeah. I, all <laughs> these options and things like that. Like, when we checked in the hotel, the dude was like, yeah, um, we can serve here, and we'll give you, like, $5 towards, like, purchasing, like, meals here if you... Uh, go green. Go green. I was looking at him like, go green what? And he was like, yeah, they won't wash your sheets and things like that to save money. I said, no, no, they're going to wash the sheets. You can keep your $5. I, yeah. I'm not concerned about going green that much. Like, does that mean y'all are, that did go green, are y'all using the same towels every day? Oh, my oh. God. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to say that's a white thing, but oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, man. Mm-mm. I'm I not reusing the same towel. I think about where that towel has been. I'm like, I'm good. No, no. Yeah. Replace this. Anyway. Yeah, spend that two cent in water. Also, I was wearing my shirt yesterday. It says, I'm rooting for everybody black. You know, Issa Rae said that. Um, this town definitely leads the nation in most approval of white people just walking by like, me too, buddy. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> yes. Me too. I wanted to trick them, though. I wanted to be like, even Hermit Kane and just see. <laughs> it's like their head explode, you know what I mean? Like, wait, no, not, wait, which one? <laughs> but uh, I didn't do that to them. I understand, guys. Appreciate y'all. Um, that's been Random Thoughts. We don't have much time. As I said, we have to move on to the next segment. Uh, next thing that we're going to do is a little something that we like to call uh, LGBTQ News. Let me play one of our corny intro songs, guys.
LGBTQ news. It's very fun to do that intro song. That's why we do that song. Yeah, dance up front, cry in the back. <laughs> the news is normally very sad. Uh, hero cop of the Pulse shooting. Y'all remember Pulse shooting in Orlando? It was terrible tragedy, terrorism and stuff. Uh, so there was a cop who uh, saved some people and he got shot up and stuff. He got terminated from the force uh, <laughs> just now. Like, um, he uh, was a guy who was a hero at the time. Uh, he of course, saved all these people. I mean, a lot of people died, but Omar Delgado is his name. He's 45. And he's a corporal of the Eatonville Police Department. And he was one of the first officers at the club. And um, like I said, he got shot. He had PTSD and stuff after. So uh, I guess if you had that, you can't be a cop. You can't. Um, it's hard to go back out there. So it's like we worship these guys, right? They're heroes. They save lives. They do all this stuff. And then at some point, they just come like a casualty to the payroll. So they got rid of him. They couldn't afford his $38,000 salary anymore. Yeah, uh, he said he had hoped for a better outcome of his employment. It's a small town where, like a family, the officer said, you don't just throw a family member to the street. They're acting like a Fortune 500 company saying, since you can't do your job, we're going to replace you. Even if the world saw me as a hero, that was yesterday. Uh, PTSD is more common in law enforcement than in general public, but still is somewhat rare. So... Only like 3.5% of the population typically get it. So they were saying, I guess, he's just a, a broken officer, so he can't do the job anymore. See why we sang the song up front? Yeah, it's sad. Um, let's see who else is acting up. Um, oh, wait, no, this is good. Ellen Page. Y'all know her, the actress? Mm-hmm. All right, she's pretty cool. Um, she released a powerful statement about sexual harassment and her experience with it from director Brett Ratner, who's trash. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and she's rightfully gained a lot of attention, but there's one particular part of it that bears repeating. Sexual harassment disproportionately affects and silences marginalized women who often don't have the same economic means, inherent social trust, or platform to come forward with uh, that cisgender white women have. So she used her voice to elevate the voices of women of color that wouldn't have been elevated. Um, so... Uh, she put out in her statement, as a cis white lesbian, I've benefited and have privileges I have because of these extraordinary and courageous individuals who have led the way and risked their lives while doing so. White supremacy continues to silence people of color. While I have the rights I have because of these leaders, they are who we should be listening to and learning from. Um, and she mentioned activists like Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, Winona LaDuke, Miss Major, Audre Lorde, Bell Hooks, Nita Hill, Misty Upham, and many more. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Ellen Page. That's not bad news. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Uh, <laughs> Twitter was trying to cut down on porn, right? Um, that's not happening. Right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Right, right. Um, anyway, they was trying to cut down on porn. So they started blocking certain terms, and one of the terms they blocked was bisexual. Oh. Yeah. But bisexual people exist that aren't porn. They're just people. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to block Ebony? None of us called ourselves Ebony, but wouldn't that have been funny if they were just out? Ebony. What happened it. to that girl Ebony I used to follow on here? Mm. She must have been one of them porn terms. <laughs> anyway, Twitter's fucked up. You guys know how it is. Uh, let's move on. We don't have much time. We got to go to our next segment. Pull up my next music. Uh, here we go. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles make us feel fucked with. And we score them from intervals of zero to, wait, zero, intervals of 25 from zero to 100 on how much we feel fucked with after reading each article. Today's contestants. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody made it again, guys. Let's see who's fucking with us. Aw, <clears throat> oh, man. Trump. A hundred. A hundred. A hundred. Everybody. A hundred. I didn't get to that. Trump ignores backlash and visits Mississippi Civil Rights Museum 
and praise his civil rights leaders. <laughs> Amid backlash and boycotts, President Trump addressed an invitation-only gathering. I wonder who was invited. <laughs> She's like, Jason Whitlock, Kermit Kane, Ben Carson was there. <laughs> Omarosa. Ain't she mad at them? Ain't she mad at them? I, can, I don't remember they cool no more. Anyway. Um, so, uh, instead of addressing the public open ceremony, he had, he had to do invitation only, which he does a lot. Right? He's president, but he's not president of everybody, kind of. Like, he always has to be like, well, just these five people can come in because, you know, everybody don't like me. Um, the change of plans came as Trump's plans to attend the opening of the museum, which honors civil rights martyrs, drew criticism from some who marched in the movement, including, uh, John Lewis, who's a living legend, right? Marched with King, literally. Um, <laughs> and, uh, they, they tried to say that he wasn't being respectful to, uh, to civil rights pioneers because he didn't want to come be there with Trump. It's like Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme. It was like, what? But you not respectful <laughs> to civil rights leaders. <laughs> Didn't he just learn who, like, Frederick Douglass was this year? Like, <laughs> it's like things are going real good for Fred. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> He's doing tremendous out there. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, the the change plans came, and then re- John Lewis was like, I ain't coming. And um, he was scheduled to deliver the keynote address at the opening. He said Thursday, I'm boycotting the stage at the public event if Trump's on it. Others called on Trump to change his plans and not attend. Lewis and other black leaders and the president uh, said the president's actions and statements since he took office contradicted the values of civil rights leaders, whom the museum was intended to order, honor, which makes sense. We have Jeff, Sess- Jeff Sessions is like the DOJ uh, right now. And um, Martin Luther King's wife uh, don't even fuck with him. So, like, how you going to do that? And then be like, I'm, but I'm pro civil rights. Anyway. President Trump's attendance and his hurtful policies are insult to the people portrayed in the Civil Rights Museum, Lewis said. And then Rep. Uh, I don't know who Rep. Benny Tom- Thompson is, but he probably could. Uh, anyway, on Friday, museum officials scrambled to accommodate both sides. How you gonna accommodate both sides? It's impossible. One side is like, don't let this motherfucker be here. That's not a compromise. It's crazy. Anyway, on Friday... Museum officials scrambled to accommodate both sides. They organized a private tour for the president who was invited to the ceremony. You know, you know, on that tour, he, he was being introduced to those concepts, right? He's like, who? Oh, he did. Damn. Wow. That's crazy. About all the way across the bridge. All right. Somebody write that down. I'm going to put that in my speech later. Um, anyway, um, he, uh, he, <laughs> Uh, they gave him a private tour. He was invited to the ceremony by Governor Phil Bryant, Republican, and, and arranged for him to address veterans of the cause in the private event in the auditorium of the two Mississippi museums complex, the Civil Rights Museum and the Museum of Mississippi History. Trump spoke briefly Saturday, peering down frequently at prepared notes. Oh, he was on notes. That's how you know he's nervous. When he would just be talking, he don't be looking at them notes. He freestyling, he in his element, right? <laughs> he was looking at them notes. He's like, I don't want to fuck up. Medgar Evers? Okay. <laughs> Medgar Evers. We all know him and his sacrifice. Anyway, uh, zero to 100, Karen. Oh, 100 when you started. Okay. Sorry, I read all that for a long time for 100. Mm-hmm. All right. I give it 100 as well. It's Trump. He's a permanent 100. Permanent. A priest who used to be in the KKK, used to be. Okay, guys, people change. Look, I used to be, um, I don't have anything as bad as the KKK. I was trying to think of something bad. Like, I used to like the Eagles, right? I mean, they pretty bad team. Anyway, he apologized 40 years later. So it took him. Mm. Four decades after a Catholic priest who was once a member of the KKK burned a cross on a black couple's lawn, he finally wrote them an apology. <laughs> I like that he knew that address. He was like, oh, yeah. I... <laughs> Baby, look up the Jacksons from... Anyway. <laughs> 
The Reverend William Atchison told Philip and Barbara Butler he was blinded by hate and ignorance when he targeted them in 1977 at their home in College Park, Maryland. Mm -hmm. 1977. Imagine having that letter <laughs> just go over and up. Like, who is this reverend that's right now? Yeah, and are, are, are they still living? Because that's a long time. Some You you might be right, like they grandchildren, great-grandchildren, like another two, three generations down. Yeah. He got to live a long time. I feel like, look, I don't have a problem with him apologizing, okay? He felt bad. But I wish he would send all his money, right? Like, <laughs> it's just like, I apologize. Also, I'm worth $40,000 and $800.66. Take this, and then we'll call it even. I'll be like, uh, I'll take the money. <laughs> uh, in a letter dated September 8th, he wrote that he rejected those beliefs before he joined the priesthood, but he's too ashamed to face the butlers. The Washington Post reports that Philip King said during a news conference Friday that he wants to forgive him, but he's not ready. He said, I can't do it yet. I don't blame him, man. This is new news to me. You had 40 years to reconcile this shit. If you apologize in 1977, I would have 40 years to be like, you know what? It's cool. You know? <laughs> but I just learned yesterday. Like, I got to go through all the hate again. <laughs> I remember replacing my toys, my house. Anyway. He was sentenced in 1977 for doing this crime. How long y'all think he went to jail? Probation. <laughs> Not 90 days. He had 90 days. And he was ordained in 1988. Karen, zero to 100. This is a tough. I have 50. 50? All right. 50 for Karen. Iris is 100. Fuck that. <laughs> Can't be burning my house. Um, all right. This is my last one of these, okay? I know this is a tough segment for white people. <laughs> Alexa. Y'all know Alexa? Yeah. Right? Okay. The all those commercials we see for it. Um, that's why like Alexa, Siri, Cortana. Yeah. We got two of the four women at our house. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's gonna be it's big love up in there. <laughs> Karen is very jealous of Siri, by the way. If I ask Siri for directions, Karen's like, I know where we're going. We don't <laughs> Why would you ask this woman for directions? I take it personal. I'm, I don't know why I take it personal. Why is she calling you Roderick? She's getting way too familiar. <laughs> anyway, Amazon's voice-activated assistant is taking a firm stance on several controversial special topics, and it sparked a heated debate on social media, which, not fairness, everything does, but okay. <laughs> a video game posted, a video posted by a Twitter user, Frame, Gla Frame Games, uh, shows where Alexa stands on the Black Lives Matter movement. When asked, Alexa, do black lives matter? The Echo Smart Speaker confidently replies, black lives and the Black Lives Matter movement absolutely matter. It's important to have questions about equality and social justice. Yeah. 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 Shout out to the programmer that programmed that response. <laughs> it makes sense to me though, because Alexa, Siri, and Cortana sound like black names. <laughs> when asked if it was a feminist Alexa replied yes I am a feminist as is anyone who believes in bridging the inequality between men and women in society the Daily Dot conducted both tests using the first generation Amazon Echo and received the same responses conservative users hit out at Amazon on Twitter <laughs> Did they email her? What's happening here? They hit a Twitter account up. As is want, as they are want to do, right? Conservatives are weird. When they boycott shit, they buy it, then they break it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, boy, boycott me then. Boycott me. Right. What lesson did I learn? <laughs> anyway, uh, someone tweeted, please throw it out the window and film yourself doing so. No. <laughs> you should buy 20. And drop a piano on top of them. That'll show the lips. <laughs> that guy had to be trolling. That's that's not a way. <laughs> Alexa is literally a liberal wiretap, though. LOL. Liber How do you determine <laughs> the political <laughs> affiliation of the wiretap, right? <laughs> like, the government's Republican now. It is, it's like, it only going to Obama? Like, yeah, we tapped him, but it's still going to the old phone. <laughs> anyway... Uh, other people were praising it, of course, um, for taking a stance. 
um karen zero to 100 on this one. Oh, zero. Zero. yeah i give it zero as well this is i'm not fucked with this all guys Mm-mm. um all right let's do some other stuff here guys we've been playing fucking with black people that's pretty stressful um oh wait i can't play you guys are lucky i can't play a cover song because we don't have internet in here so you guys don't get to hear white people cover black music with uh guitars yeah yeah we oh, love to do that i find it interesting though how many of you seem saddened by that yet write me every day and tell me that you are disgusted with my choice to play this music mm, interesting that's quite interesting i don't know i still want to discuss you guys in some way though so we gotta i figure i'd do something different oh wait it's already broken you guys are lucky Yeah, it was very, that's the reaction we we're looking for yeah very controversial he um that's how he is his kit kat he posted it online and everybody went crazy kit kat even responded to him about the response you know they you know it was big and they was you know people was telling him it was the wrong way you know i i i don't know i guess you know from my understanding there was no right way to eat a kit kat but apparently that's the wrong way so we're gonna do a segment called white people news all right this is where we calm down okay it's been a little I know it's been a little dicey for everybody here. Okay. We're going to bring everybody back together. Now, white people news is light news. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's fluffy stuff. It's nothing serious. All right. This is news for people that just want to rewind, uh, unwind and relax. There you go. Oh God. Okay. All right. Y'all guys can't see the picture, but just trust me. Wait, what is this playing? Stop pop-ups. <laughs> Mama Mia, makeup free, Amanda Seafried lets her long locks flow free as she makes rare appearance with her baby and mom at a LA airport. Mm. You guys know her? She's Mm-mm. pretty funny. She has Mm-mm. big eyes. She was in Big Love. You know? Karen doesn't know white people, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> we go through this every time during white people news. Anyway, Amanda Seafried was looking fresh faced during her arrival into Los Angeles. The 31 year old mom. Uh, was with her mom and and her daughter, whose name has never been officially released. Oh, it's like a mixtape, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't ever want to be that famous. <laughs> well, I gotta like release my baby's name, <laughs> and I don't ever want to be so famous that when you fuck up, they take that serious picture and put it on the front of something. Y'all know what I'm talking about? It was like, oh, this Louis C.K. got caught harassing. He's like, <laughs> it's always in like black and white too. It's like, anyway. <laughs> The Mean Girls vet who married Life in Pieces star Thomas Sadowski, I don't know him, Mm-mm. in March, uh, has been extremely busy as of late, shooting Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again in full swing since August. Here We Go Again? I didn't see the first one in the Me either. It was based off but of I heard musical. it was a smash hit. Mm-hmm. As a new mom, it must have been of great comfort to have her mother on the flight, who assisted with the eight-month-old, especially if it was a long-haul flight from Croatia where Mama Mia has been shooting for months. I like that they didn't know where the flight was from and they just like, if, I mean, probably. And gladly helped push her daughter as the trio headed through arrivals. The Twin Peaks beauty kept her look casual for the flight wearing a baggy black jacket, t-shirt, and black jeans, which she paired with black boots. The details, that's what matters. Yeah, the details. She later threw on a bright green backpack that gave her monochromatic look a nice pop of color. Oh, snap. Both the Pennsylvania native and her husband agreed to keep their daughter's name private with only family and friends let in on a secret. Now, that is a tight family and friends, right? I would snitch for some money, boy. <laughs> How much y'all paying TMZ? <laughs> hey, TMZ, I'm not saying I got the inside information, but what would it? What would y'all pay if y'all heard Amanda Seafried's daughter's name? I'm a parent now, and I appreciate things in a way I never have, Amanda said during an interview on Dr. Berlin's Informed Pregnancy podcast in July. Are they here at PodCon? (laughs) We should invite them here next year, guys. I wouldn't want you to ask me what her name is because I wouldn't tell you. It's about us as a family. Our friends know, and you know what what that caused? A lot of embroidery, a lot of embroidered towels. It's pretty pretty white, guys. 
right isn't this more relaxing than uh siri being pro black lives or not like come on amanda is set to celebrate her 32nd birthday on december 3rd oh happy 32nd we we missed it Mm -hmm. though there's no word as to whether she why did she tell us her birthday but not anyway (laughs) that that was fine enough information though there's no word as to whether she will do so in los angeles or somewhere more rural like her farm in upstate new york the low-key couple enjoy spending time away from the big city so there's no telling what they could have planned for their special day fans are thrilled that she's doing mama mia too the highly anticipated y'all thrilled how many y'all two three okay yeah Yeah. there we go i see okay she's okay with it all right (laughs) we'll have to see a preview first we see a trailer we'll get it the highly anticipated sequel to the 2008 musical will welcome back many of the talented cast from the original film as well as add on many new faces downtown abby's lily james was among the cast spotted shooting scenes in the island uh on the island of vis i haven't heard of that place (laughs) <laughs> you know he's not allowed to go there that's rich right <laughs> v-i-s vis anybody heard of it no okay all of us broke cool <laughs> we together on this <laughs> alongside co-star jeremy irvin uh in october many others include seafree's ex-boyfriend dominic cooper i know him christine baronski colin firth i know him i've seen the movies and stellan skarsgård okay cool her all right anyway they've been spotted shooting in candid photographs in exotic locations since filming started in august and some more stuff about the film that we don't care about all right let's go to the next white people news has ben affleck introduced lindy shook why stop pop up has ben affleck introduced lindsay shook us to jennifer garner i don't know did he the trio is said to have hung out during a quite friendly encounter at the actress's home it's about time man if you're not gonna be batman you need to get your family back together you know (laughs) it was not the likeliest of cozy encounters but ben affleck reportedly introduced his mistress okay are we still calling her mistress they got divorced they've been dating right she's not a mistress no more he went to her job at snl i I feel like they dating now Mm -hmm. shady (laughs) anyway um Lindsay shook us to a strange wife Linifer. hey how long do you get to be a strange wife is that forever too i know if you get remarried does it stop like what are the rules on estrangement of wife they might be cool as fuck i don't know <laughs> it's strange sounds strange sounds strenuous anyway jennifer gardner and, and them all they relaxed uh to doing a get together on saturday the threesome were said to have enjoyed a lengthy hangout session at the pearl harbor actress actress home in the posh pacific palisades area of los angeles uh one of my favorite things in these articles when they remind you of the movies they've been in because they always start with the shady movies like nobody like pearl harbor you know <laughs> uh the geely actor you know <laughs> like that motherfucker won academy awards why are y'all doing that to ben Affleck? um according to a paparazzi agency x17 the lovebirds hit up farm shop in Brentwood around 4 p.m. for a late afternoon bite and then headed over to Jim's Pad in the Pacific Palisades for a sit-down. Our sources tell us the trio hung out for about an hour and everything was quite friendly considering the circumstances. The 45-year-old actor who was just starred as Batman in the box office bomb, Justice League. Oh, the shade. <laughs> oh. Oh. I went from I went from uh hating that he got cast as Batman to kind of loving it and now he's gone. This is my fault, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I freaked out like a huge nerd. Like he can never be Batman. And then I saw him, I was like, he's not that bad. And then everybody was like, fuck that dude. Alright, anyway. Uh however, the version of events has been disputed by the website Gossip Cop. Gossip Cop. <laughs> Which reportedly, which reported an impeccable contact and said that the claims are false. And even if it did happen, it seems not to have been the first time the women met. For people previously reported, Jennifer 45 confronted the 37 year old blonde about whether she was having an affair with her husband back in 2015. Jennifer Garner don't play that. She used to be alias. (laughs) Yes, she did. When the initial split was announced in 2015, it was alleged that Batman vs. Superman star had an affair with the pair's former nanny. I remember. What happened to her? She got really froze out of that. 
That was her come up. Yeah. <laughs> she got to it's a strange for her now. <laughs> in addition, multiple sources claim Ben and Lindsay started having an affair all the way back in 2013, two years before he separated from his wife. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lindsay was also married at the time to SNL producer Kevin Miller, just messy all over the place. This is all these people. Uh, who, wait, it says SNL producer Kevin Miller who sired her four-year-old daughter, Madeline. Oh. 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 Mm. Do we use that term in Nah. I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds nasty right there. It just, just don't sound right. <laughs> Are there any fathers in here? That's how y'all produce, that's how y'all introduce y'all. <laughs> I sired young Damon here. <laughs> Good luck on the basketball team, son. Anyway, um, uh, this has been a memor- also been a memorable year for Ben as he demanded the fact that his ancestor had been a slave owner be admitted from his appearance on a PBS genealogy series, Finding Your Roots, a fact that emerged during the Sony email hacking scandal. Why did y'all bring that up? <laughs> it have nothing to do with him cheating or not. <laughs> also, like, I don't know how other black people feel. I don't speak for myself. That kind of made him cool to me. I was like, oh, he's ashamed they used to own slaves. That's cool. Like, oh, he's going to be proud of it? Definitely leave that in. We used to own slaves. Like, no, nah, I get it. Jennifer has remained single, focusing on her children since her split from her husband of 10 years in June 2015. Mm. I just do one more. Let's see what else these white people are talking about. Oh, you guys know we love Game of Thrones on the show. We recap it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You may have... Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, winter is coming. Newly engaged Game of Thrones co-stars Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie bundle up warm for a stroll in New York City. Aww. I'm sorry, ladies. Kit is off the market. Right? Mm-mm-mm. That Jon Snow. <laughs> they fell in love in Westeros, the icy fictional world in Game of Thrones. And Kit Harrington, by the way, they make that sound romantic. Westeros is fucking terrible. Yes, it is. <laughs> In a land a of place. rape and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can die just because somebody feels like killing you. Right. After she shot him with an arrow, he said. Right. Anyway, Kit, uh, Kit Harrington and his new fiance, Rose Leslie, was wrapped up warm as they enjoyed a romantic stroll through New York City on Monday. That's why it's taking to 2019 before we get another season. These motherfuckers getting famous, falling in love and shit. We don't got time for this. Let's go. (laughs) You only gave us eight episodes. Let's go. The actor, 30, stepped out in a plaid cap that he pulled his, pulled over his dark curly hair, teamed with a blue pea jacket and black jeans. (laughs) Who's describing this? (laughs) The British heartthrob added a splash of color with his light blue Chelsea boots that featured a bright red elastic panel. Rose, 30, who hails from Scotland, wore a tan sheepskin jacket paired with black crop pants and burgundy shoes. The star's beautiful, long red hair cascaded over her shoulders as she walked next to her bow. It is romantic. (laughs) The couple met on the Game of Thrones set when she joined the cast from 2012 to 2014 as Egret, one of the dreaded wildlings who lived north of the wall. She was one of my faves, y'all. She did not play that shit. Kit plays Jon Snow, then one of the guardians of the wall, and she became his unlikely love interest. When, remember when she chopped his cakes down to smithereens in that cave? Yes, oh, she did. And he was still a virgin, but he knew to go downtown first. Them Stark boys, man. Ned, Ned know how to raise them, man. <laughs> they some givers, bro. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the couple revealed their engagement in September with a traditional announcement in the UK's The Times paper. Last month, Kit revealed that he shed tears when he read the final script for Game of Thrones, which will air its eighth and last season in 2019. I don't like when they do stuff like that, because they know we're not going to get it. It's like, oh, it's so powerful, y'all going to cry. In 2019? <laughs> I just don't want us to get bombed before Black Panther come out. <laughs> if Kim Jong, let's get to 2018. Let's take it small, baby steps, Okay. Get to Wakanda, then we go back to Westeros. The actor who's portrayed John since it was uh, his first season in 2011 says he knows everything about how the tale will conclude. 
just humble bragging. <laughs> uh, speaking on BBC's The One Show, Kit said, we had to read through last week, in fact, so I know everything now. Which is funny, because Jon Snow knows nothing. We all know. <laughs> I cried at the end. You have to remember that after eight years of it, no one really cares about it more than us. It's been an institution longer than any other institution I've been in. School, drama school, in- school. <laughs> Mathematically, <laughs> eight years. <laughs> How long does this motherfucker go to school? <laughs> He's 30. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, let's get into our other segments. We don't have much time. We don't have much time. I spent a lot of time on white people news. We should all be relaxed now. Uh, Ken, I'll let you pick. We have time to do uh, Guest the Race. And we do have prizes, by the way, for Guest the Race. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Um, we gotta have time to do like either one taking out the trash or um we could do one that's y'all's man. What do you think? We're gonna definitely do guest race. We I ain't gonna, gonna forget y'all. Race, okay. But taking out the trash. Or that's y'all's man. Or that's y'all's man. That's y'all's man? Okay. Alright. So that's y'all's man. Back to uncomfortableness for white people. <laughs> that's y'all's man in our segment on Trump, because none of us voted for him. <laughs> I know some of y'all didn't either, but you know what I'm saying. It's y'all's man. I don't know. <laughs> we get that all the time, right? <laughs> Somebody black fuck up, I'll be like, I know, man. Coming to work, like, I know. I've seen it too. Anyway, this is a cute one, and we rarely have cute ones with Trump. Cory Booker calls on Donald Trump to resign over sexual misconduct allegations. He on a one-man mission. He's like, y'all got to go. I've been told y'all I wrote books. Y'all ignored me. Now y'all got to pay me attention. It's adorable at this point. Because <laughs> none of us expects Trump to step down over sexual harassment. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but I feel him, though, because he like, Al Franken had to sit down. And uh John Conyers had to step down. So why can't Trump step down? Like, because Trump don't give a fuck. <laughs> he like, women, I don't care about that shit. <laughs> anyway, Cory Booker's adorable ass. Uh, he asked Donald Trump to resign. <laughs> to resign. <laughs> I don't even think he resigned if he got impeached. He'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess I got impeached today. I'm going to work. <laughs> and then I'm going to Mar-a-Lago. Um... Anyway, he made the comment Saturday during a campaign event in Alabama to support Doug Jones. Uh, has that election happened yet? Roy Moore, Doug Jones? Mm-mm. Tuesday? Tuesday. Mm. A lot of y'all need to take Wednesday off. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, he asked him to resign after over more than a dozen sexual misconduct allegations came against him. Uh, Booker made the comments on Saturday, right, at this campaign event. Uh, Doug Jones is engaged in a tight race against embattled, embattled, is that what we're calling it? Republican candidate Roy Moore, whose campaign has been dogged by sexual misconduct allegations. Booker told Vice News that the sexual harassment allegations against Trump are far more damning than he, than the claims against Senator Al Franken, who on Thursday announced his re- uh, resignation from the office after multiple women accused him of groping them. I just watched Al Franken do the honorable thing and resign, Booker said. My question is, why is Donald Trump doing the same thing? He not honorable. I'm sorry. <laughs> he can't hear me. He can't hear me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to shake him. He's so adorable. <laughs> but he says, who has more serious allegations against him with more women who have come forward? While Trump has been quick to call out other high-profile men accused of sexual misconduct in recent weeks, including Franken and Matt Lauer. He didn't like Matt Lauer. Hmm. Thought they would have been cool. Uh, <laughs> he got fired from the Today Show. Y'all know that. He had that button at his desk like fucking Dr. Claw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit was so creepy, man. <laughs> also, can I, just as a quick aside, hopefully every man in here knows this, right? But you got to stop comparing, like, I can't even say hi to a woman at work or with, to motherfuckers walk around with no pants on at the office. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> it's like when tesla got accused of racial discrimination and they had people like doing stuff like hanging nooses in the office but that'd be like a white person coming up to me and being like i can't even say what's going on buddy at the office like no that's different you can say that i have a problem with that anyway 
at least 19 women have, 19 women have accused Trump of sexual misconduct, including forcible kissing and groping since the 1980s. And he bragged about grabbing, well, we all know what he said, grabbing women by the pussy. His, that's his go-to. Then he lied and said he didn't say that. Then Billy Bush came back out of nowhere. I was like, he did say it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my job over this I know. shit. Billy Bush was like, I lost my job. Nope. Right. <laughs> I'm broke. This motherfucker <laughs> got to go down with me. <laughs> Poor Billy Bush, right? Nah, not really. But still, like, kind of. <laughs> anyway, man. Um, Booker comments follow uh, a call by Senator Jeff Merkley that Trump should resign. Oh, that poor dude, man. He put like a full like impeachment thing up. He was like, we should all impeach him. Everybody was like, not yet, buddy. <laughs> Democrats trying to get them all though. Don't, don't be fooled. They, they was like, we're going to try to get everybody. They was all fucking with Russia. Um, <laughs> anyway, the president should resign because he ha- certainly has a track record with more than 17 women of horrific conduct, Merkley said. Senator Bernie Sanders, everybody's guy. No, okay, some guys, guys, some people guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway he tweeted on thursday that trump should think about resigning oh bernie don't pull no punches man oh i think bernie could still get my vote if he just cussed that motherfucker out one time right <laughs> anyway uh a point he reiterated on sunday during meet the press uh, we have a president who acknowledged on tape he assaulted women. I would hope that he, oh, by the way, Bernie is like real sarcastic. He's Jewish. So like sometimes when he says, like, I would hope, that's just sarcasm. That's like him really being like, that motherfucker need to resign. But he's, he's like, I would hope that he pays attention to what's going on and think about resigning. Um, I love that move. That's that Jewish guilt. As lawmakers push for Trump's record on alleged sexual misconduct to be reexamined, the president is working to get more elected in the Alabama Senate race. Despite his swift condemnation of Franken, Trump has endorsed more. A man accused of making sexual advances towards teenagers when he was in his 30s decades ago and not allowed at the mall. That's not in the article. I just thought that was important to add. Yeah, yeah. There's like, you can't come, you specifically can't come to the mall. Yeah. Who, you know who's not allowed in the mall? Black people loitering. That's just racism. And then pedophiles. Like, regular people are allowed in the mall, right? <laughs> and we know it's wrong that black people aren't allowed in the mall. We all know that, right? We all know that? All right, I'm taking silence for agreement. <clears throat> uh, we cannot afford this country, the future of this country, cannot afford to lose a seat in a very, very close United Senate, United States Senate Trump told a crowd on Friday at a rally. And he's still doing rallies. Mm-hmm. You won, bro. Yeah. So insecure. Yeah, he gonna do a tour forever. All right, let's go to guest race. We still got ten minutes left. We're gonna get this in. All right, where's my music? Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read a play news article from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants, Karen and you guys, to guess the race. And all these guys play on, and they're all racist. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> all right, so how are we going to do this? Because we do have prizes. So I'm going to give people a chance to guess. And if you win, you get a prize. Oh, and she got the mic. All right, so we'll Karen, you pick them, and she'll hand them the mic. Oh, I pick. All right, you just point to them. She got you. A woman was arrested after arguing over fresh bacon at McDonald's. <laughs> so the people raise their hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. it's not. It is not a speed contest. I'm going to read the articles. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have much time. We don't have much time. All right, come on, come on. A woman was arrested and charged with misdemeanor battery following an altercation at a Florida McDonald's. <laughs> oh, Florida. Winda St. Jean. Widna St. Jean. That's W-I-D-N-A. St. Jean. Was at a Golden Gate, Florida McDonald's around 9.30 p.m. Thursday when a woman from the drive-thru came into the store to complain about the bacon on her sandwich. According to the Collier County Sheriff's Office report, the woman alleged her sandwich did not have fresh bacon. She was unaware she was in McDonald's, I guess. None of it's fresh. It's not even bacon. 
<laughs> McDonald's staff informed the woman that the bacon was fresh, but she did not believe them, instead claiming that she was a former McDonald's employee and knew it was not fresh bacon. <laughs> Just like I know that ice cream machine is never down. <laughs> I worked there. The 20... 20- the 24-year-old St. Jean said she began arguing with the woman who had come in because St. Jean did not like the way the woman was talking to her friend who was working. Evidently, the woman was given new bacon and left the McDonald's to get back in her red Nissan. St. Jean left soon after and saw the woman outside in her car when the argument started again and then escalated. Oh. Okay. I feel like she went out to that car on purpose, right? <laughs> I just happened to leave moments after she cussed me out and somehow we fought in the parking lot. It's crazy. <laughs> St. <laughs> Jean reportedly hit the woman on the side of the head oh. and left a two-inch scratch on the woman's forearm. Oh. Deputies arrived at the scene after someone called about two women yelling in the parking lot. Guess the race. Karen, you pick somebody. Okay, hands up here. Well, how much time? Well, how much time? Okay. So, that's black. Wubble a dub dub, buddy. <laughs> All right, here's another one. <laughs> a couple uses stolen credit card to go skydiving and films their adventure. <laughs> I know, I see hands doing them all over the place. A lot of early guesses. Uh, long, guesses. long Island, a couple, <laughs> Long Island, a couple went skydiving <laughs> on Long Island and bought the bought video of the experience and saved it as a memory, but they charged it all to someone else's tab. Police say the pair used a stolen credit card to purchase two sessions and a vi- and video footage at Skydive Long Island in Shirley on uh, June 20th. They were going all out. On Friday, police in Suffolk County released that video with a call for help identifying the suspected thieves whose faces and voices are clearly recorded in the footage. <laughs> <laughs> the three-month-old, long, the three-minute-long video shows the wanted couple talking about their nerves before the fight, smiling for the camera on the plane, skydiving with their instructors, and captures their reactions when they landed. They just give their government names. <laughs> it's me, Sidney Jones. Woo! <laughs> oh, we don't get caught. We sold these credit cards. Oh, uh, so much fun. Thank you, the woman says she posed for the camera. That was amazing. Best thing I ever did in my life, the man says. It was not revealed how much money the couple charged for the stolen credit card, but according to the prices listed on Skydive's long uh, island website, it was likely in the hundreds of dollars. A single tandem skydive experience cost $298. Good God. The video package cost $119. And a video and photo package cost $149. And a cash reward of $5,000 for information that could lead to their arrest is out. Uh, call crime establishers, blah, blah, blah. Guess the race. Karen, pick somebody. Who you pointing to? All the way in the back or? Wait. Yep. The what they got on? Come on. In the multicolored shirt. Red. Okay, my man with the red hat? Yes. All right. Guess the race, buddy. I'm going to go with white. Going with white? That is incorrect. Okay. Okay. With, with that. Okay. All right, Karen, okay. try. You want to okay. give them somebody else? I want to do somebody else. You, baby. Right right there with with the glasses on, you had your hand up. Okay. Yeah, you, okay. buddy. Okay. With the glasses? Right here with the glasses? He, nope. Yeah, he said he was going to guess it. All right, okay. go ahead. So, give him the mic. Guess the race, buddy. Which one? All the way down there on the end, right here. Right? Is that one point two? Mm-hmm. In the green? Yeah. yeah, she's pointing to you, buddy. You right yeah. there. Yeah. With your, your hands up. Baby. Yes. Huh. It's all right. White people can play this game. Yeah. Don't be don't be scared. Everybody's racist during this we, game. We, we, we know they're not white. Guess the race. Oh, yeah. We know they're not white. So you got to guess somebody not white. <laughs> Do you want the shirt or not, buddy? See, the tough part is I thought they were white. <laughs> I mean, that's a white person thing, honestly. Take a video yourself. It is. Okay. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> you won't be ju- judgment-free, so you Oh, no, I understand. Okay. Give, it, give it to me. I'm going to say Latino. <laughs> All right, what'd you say? Latino? Nope. Okay. Next. Next. All right, what about here? I'm so, we are working this mic, lady. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> She's like, I haven't done this all damn day. I'm going to go with uh, Dak Prescott's bad side of the family, Black. <laughs> they are Black. That is correct. Come get your shirt. 
All right. All right, we got four minutes. We're going to do one more, all right? This is the bonus round. Let me uh, play my bonus round music. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, it's the bonus round against the race. Where everybody's all over the place, but everything's worth double the points, double the racism. So if you miss something, it's fine. Gonna make it up right now. Good luck, everybody. A tennis coach used stand your ground law to defend hitting a five-year-old. <laughs> Only in Florida. <laughs> tennis instructor in Florida busted for child abuse after hitting a five-year-old boy with a racket. Oh! While well, charges against him dismissed under the state's stand your ground self-defense law. Oh! Osmeller Torres of Miami was charged with third-degree child abuse in August 2016 after the police said he took the boy's child-sized racket and struck him with it while playing at a playground at a church in Miami. Man, that kid gonna be Serena Williams they get done. (laughs) That kind of training, what the fuck? Surveillance video obtained by the Miami Herald shows Torres 30 whacking the boy and then leading him away from other children, leaving him with injuries to his right arm and his eyebrow. Eyebrow? (laughs) Kind of Joe Jackson-ass training. (laughs) But in the motion seeking statutory immunity from prosecution, an attorney for Torres claims his client was simply protecting his other students at the time. Immediately prior to the uh, alleged incident, Mr. Torres had to separate the child from other pupils to avoid further injuries to those other students. Attorney Eduardo, that makes no fucking sense. When (laughs) the other kids would have got hurt, he couldn't stop beating them. When Mr. Torres separated uh, the alleged victim, the alleged victim returned with his racket in the air and was poised to strike again against the other students, uh, said Mr. Torres, and Mr. Torres. Then in an attempt to protect himself and the other students, he acted quickly to remove the weapon from the boy's hand while moving him away from other children. The video shows that during this process, the alleged victim's own racket may have come into contact with the alleged victim's arm. This is the only contact alleged by the state and not subject to the prosecution for the reasons stated below. Anyway, guess the race of Osmaler Torres. The lady in the red coat. Red coat. It's all right. <laughs> she was surprised. She was like, oh, they pick me. We not racist. We pick everybody. <laughs> Latino? You're right. That's correct. He black passing Latino too, though. All right. That was a complicated one. Here's your prize. Come on, come on, get it. We got one more yeah. segment. For the podcast people that want to, now you can listen to it in the shower, right up yeah. to you while you're bathing. So if you listen to podcasts, you're probably here. Hook it up to your Bluetooth. There you go. Thank you. You can shower with the blackout tips. <laughs> All right. Last segment. We have to talk about this. Longest sound effect ever. This is a scourge going around the world that we like to call sword ratchetness. That's to deal with people with swords and unregulated ownership. We always talk about guns in America. We don't talk about swords. There's a lot of people getting fucked up with swords out here and it needs regulation. Mm-hmm. We're not against, we're not anti-sword. No. You can own a sword. We just want regulation. Regulation. Okay? That's all. It's common sense sword legislation. That is what I'm advocating because of things like this. A Shippingburg man I don't know where that is. Um, a Shippenburg, Pennsylvania, Shippenburg. Uh, a Shippenburg P- PA man was charged after he allegedly threatened two people with a gun and a samurai sword last week. Oh. Right? Oh, he bought both. <laughs> kind of fucking John Wick ass life <laughs> statue living. A sword and a gun? Ninjas don't carry swords and guns? Anyway. He, uh, but it's a, a but that's the thing. Swords are a gateway crime. They don't respect owning a sword. They gonna own a gun. I bet it wasn't registered. Anyway, uh, allegedly he threatened two people with that gun and that sword. Uh, his name was Joseph Michael Kennedy Jr., 21. I don't have his picture. I don't know his race. Is charged with simple assault and making terroristic threats, according to the news release by state police. Trooper said the incident happened at around 10 p.m. Thursday when Kennedy threatened Ariska Quamina and Joseph Chambers, both of Shippensburg, with a gun and a samurai sword at his home further details were not provided you said enough when you said sword all right guys that's it man um thank y'all so much for coming out thank you
appreciate it. We'll, uh, appreciate can't it. wait to do this again. Yes. And, uh, until next time, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. All right. So there you have it. Um, that was our first live show, uh, in Seattle at PodCon 2017. Mm. I think you guys can hear the love in the room. Yes. The fun. A lot of fun and uh you know you get to hear about you know some of the, a little preview you get to hear about our trip to biscuit bitch very quick <laughs> you know we'll share some more when, when we get to uh recap with y'all everybody got to do uh you know lgbtq news even though i messed up the song a little bit i was nervous <laughs> got a little ahead of Russia myself Sylvester and shit. you know my bad <laughs> uh we got to do uh a lot of stuff man um you know talking about trump some white people got the experience white people news and fucking with black people and guess the race yeah um, they did you know a uh, few on one gifts shout out to the white dude that uh unfortunately got had to go after the white was already picked and lost yeah, he was like i thought it was white too he had to pick something other than white he didn't <laughs> want to say black he could have won a free t-shirt he right. messed his own shirt up that's his fault and it was funny though because i don't know if you seen the girl beside him she was like oh like oh right. <laughs> yeah she, she wanted that shirt <laughs> yeah she that's did that's my kind of person like get in there and win shit <laughs> right. ain't nobody trying to worry about your little feelings mm-hmm. get that w and we gave us some nice t-shirts too that was some nice shirts man so uh yeah man you guys got to hear all that stuff man make sure you have uh your bacon fresh at mcdonald's um come on so you don't have to put no hands on nobody and uh we'll talk to you guys <laughs> next time until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.